the greatest state motto reset ever. I think it's time to reset America's 50 state mottos to match these progressive-minded times, starting with Vermont, the green state, which should be changed to CBD oil only. Bernie Sanders couldn't even make Vermont great for potheads on vacation. Delaware should change its motto to, Your Nazi gold is safe with us. Nebraska, you're fired, Bruce. Move to Australia. Once the Supreme Court rules President Trump as the clear victor among the millions and millions who weren't caught with their hands in the ballot boxes, stuffing in more votes for liver-spotted litter Joe. Can I get a holla for preaching the gospel long time, busting balls long time, delivering A-plus hilarity long time, every time. Fucking deal with it. Holla. Thank you very much. New Hampshire. Eat more edibles and fade away. Kentucky. United we stand with Nick Sandman. West Virginia. Alec Baldwin thinks he's better than you. Arkansas. Hillary Hammertime Cankles isn't fooling shit. North Dakota. Liberty and Union sitting in a tree. But if BLM is in town to chant fry, piggy, fry, chances are you're packing. So you're not as inclined to flee. Dr. Zeus lives. If you're a funny heap, uh, thank you very much. Massachusetts, self-hating Jewtown, USA. Hawaii, fuck surf music. And Mike Love, too. Alabama, where have you gone, Josh Lucas? New Mexico, we're good enough for Val Kilmer. South Carolina, Spanish moss rules everything around us. Wyoming, trigger-free star country. Tennessee, ma, sweet tea, dear. Oregon, tracks of tear gas tears. Can I get a holla? More A-plus Antifa. Bashery, you're welcome. Holla. Thank you very much. Mississippi, the Delta Force of Rock, A+. Plus. Uh, thank you very much. Colorado, I can't breathe. And this incredibly strong dispensary-grade weed isn't helping. Rhode Island, BLM is coming for our mansion museums first. Pennsylvania, Amish lives matter if you're Amish. New York, not so Jew-friendly anymore. Minnesota, 911 is a joke. Hey, Texas, badasses for a reason. Oklahoma, labor conquers. Watching the corn grow with all the children of the corn tweaked out on crystal meth these days. Iowa, world-renowned short story college workshop. Connecticut, the new New York. South Dakota. Dead presidents on my mind. Virginia, George Washington's bitch. Kansas, Danny Manning could have been the black Larry Bird. Ohio, 
Big Ten beauties on top galore. New Jersey, born in Anthony Bourdain's hometown. Can I get a holla for the most star-studded, hilarious, writer, food, TV, personality that ever existed, that ever will, the late, great Anthony Bourdain. Holla! Thank you very much! Michigan, Kid Rock Country, North Carolina, Beauty Queens, Bliss, Missouri, Sultry, Southern Comfort, Louisiana, give me some swamp, swamp music, Kid Rock lives to Louisiana, holla, thank you very much, Illinois, Bertha Belushi Brothers, Idaho, Potato Farmers, slinging mad weight to McDonald B, Washington, Nirvana, for grunge music, for a while, Florida, gotta love it, Wisconsin, cold cow country, Maine, Bar Harbor is our left bank, bitches, Arizona, desert bliss, assuming it's not the fucking summer, Indiana, Larry the Legend still lives here, Alaska, Inhaling Salmon, Long Time, Utah, Pristine Air, Maryland, Play Me Some Terrapin Station, Robert Hunter and Jerry Garcia lives, holla, thank you very much, California, Criminally Insane in the Membrane, Cypress Hill lives, holla, thank you very much. Glad you enjoyed that, folks. And I'm glad I was able to... Oh, and I think I forgot to mention Montana. The fourth biggest state in America that's also bigger than Japan, according to Wikipedia. Holla. Thank you very much. <laughs> a long time ago, I wrote a piece that you could look up on my original website for Dear Data called... 13 original brewery tales for the original 13 colonies. And I would like to make money off that or get a new listener to my podcast because of it because it's freaking phenomenal. Originally, I actually did it for all 50 states. Then I narrowed it down because there was this publication through Fire and Eyes, which had published Anthony Bourdain, Rips My Frozen Lunch Apart, My Very Last Meal, and I Don't Drink German Rieslings. All stellar examples of what you would call super tight flash fiction, very short stories. Uh, foodie fiction sounds very pretentious, and Bourdain would have me uh, choke on my own uh, bile, you know, just for using that expression again, foodie fiction. <laughs> uh, not trying to not trying to generate the wrath of your ghost, Bourdain. So, I am just getting the party started. And I wanted to rattle off a bunch of uh, one-liners. And I love that project, uh, learning about states such as Montana. I mean, that just blows my mind, like bigger than Japan, right? So, and yet they have bullet trains. <laughs> and we can't get a speed train from L.A. to San Francisco. Then again, <laughs> All financial incentive has gone completely poof because who, who really wants to go to those cities these days? 
uh, now that Elon Musk and Joe Rogan have moved to Texas. So I'm assuming at this point, if Elon Musk is going to get a fucking speed train, it's going to be uh, to from California to the great state of Texas. Land of Bill Hicks and Stevie Ray Vaughan and ZZ Top, the longest recording touring band of all time, and that beats you, the Grateful Dead. We're talking original members, not with like John Mayer, who now designs watches for a living, which makes me want to kill myself. Holla! Thank you very much! <laughs> so, now I'm going to read to you. A new piece. Perform a new piece. A pagan spirited Christmas. Growing up, I tried to sell my dad on a line my mom to get a Christmas tree and say, Mom converted to Judaism to kick Jesus to the curb and marry into your potsy DNA, Dad. The least you can do is let her get a Christmas tree already. Bigger than the cobweb covered bonsai tree relegated to the corner of her side patio last year, Dad. My father says, Son, Jews don't buy Christmas trees unless the plan is to convert one into a treehouse and flip it for a profit. My father adds, And son, when Christians look at a Christmas tree, they see a Christmas tree. When Jews look at a Christmas tree, they see a camouflage cross. Can I get a holla for A plus Jemery? You're welcome. Holla. Thank you very much. One year for Christmas Eve, my wife had to work that evening, so we didn't visit her folks for Christmas. That year, so I missed out on receiving the same set of black socks from my mother-in-law because the cost of postage cost more than the socks themselves. So much for postponing laundry for another week. Another year for Christmas in Delaware. The only gift my daughter received from her grandparents was a plastic toy chest with no toys in it. I called my daughter down and said, don't worry, Matilda. When we get back home to New York, we'll fill it with your 8000 Hanukkah gifts. I wrote a short story for Hanukkah called Gimel Be Good, which is included in the Great American Jew novel, now on sale on Amazon and Kobo. And it's a story about the kid who invented the dreidel game to distract uh, the Greeks from their banned Torah studies by making a gambling game, which used fake news gal. So if a Roman officer crashed your home back in the day under Greek rule during the hardcore Hellenization of Israel, to see if any forbidden circumcision was being performed to remove the future head buried into a sleeping bag look. <laughs> the Roman officer would think, oh, another degenerate Jew with a gambling problem. Nothing to see here. Play on. <laughs> At Whole Foods, I got an Albert Einstein ornament decoration for a Christmas tree, which I bought because it's a solid anti-Semitic qualifier, especially knowing how Einstein played a huge role in building the atom bomb, not some Nazi tweaked on crystal meth, giving Hail Hitler shout-outs to a SWAT sticker flag, which looks like two gay stick figures giving each other a 69 on a seesaw. Can I get a holla for a punchline that's older than Yiddish at this stage of my comedy developing career? Holla! Thank you very much! My wife got tense when I brought home the Albert Einstein ornament. She said, decorate your own tree. I said, I thought this was our in-house non-denominational tree because you bought a white Guido tree like the one Ray Liotta brings home for Karen and Goodfellas after you start selling cocaine behind Paulie's back. 
So the tree you got doesn't count as the traditional Jesus loves you no matter what Christmas tree, even if your dad was the former head of Planned Parenthood, like Bill Gates' baby shower crashing dad was. Wife says, but the Christmas tree is a pagan symbol. I say, but I'm trying to raise our kids in a Jewish household, not in the set of the Slayer video, Rain, uh, More Blood. Plus, true believing Jews don't bend over backwards to worship idols like hiding Biden while giving God the stiff arm talked in hand treatment, or else the Maccabees would have never delivered the smackdown on the Greek Syrians who tried to force my people to eat one too many ham and cheese sandwiches for their taste. But Jews are the pushy, demanding ones, not the more inclusive, all-loving Christians of yesteryear. And I'll take the Crusades 1 through 9. Alex, fine. I'm being a paranoid Jew. The Christmas tree isn't a camouflage cross. It's just another pagan symbol ripoff. So let's up the ante. And I'll pile all my Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath records to the ceiling and call it a tree in the spirit of stacking pagan symbols on top of each other. I'll even drape the bottom of my dark metal metal tree with a Ouija board signed by Jimmy Page from eBay as a combined big kahuna Hanukkah gift for all three kids in case our little ones get burnt out on playing dreidel to Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song on vinyl one too many times, even with the new added verse. Linda Sarsour. Not a fan. Can I get a holla? For a beautiful homage to wrap up that freaking phenomenal piece in honor of the golden Jew, Adam Cock and Ball Sandler. Holla. Thank you very much. So I want to make a concentrated effort to completely alienate any non-loving Jew that just chimed into this podcast or that's been listening to the beginning. So let's talk about a soul rebels in charge of Hanukkah. My kids aren't going to school for the first day of Hanukkah because fuckface Fauci will be collecting his pension regardless of how many family-run generational businesses died under his alleged all-knowing savior watch. My kids aren't going to school for the first day of Hanukkah because it's the Festival of Lights. And most festivals, like the original Woodstock, had its fair share of crazy lights, man. Plus, watching the Woodstock documentary feels like a never-ending mudslide trip down the Catskill Mountains So in slow motion. <laughs> so it's not as if I'm encouraging my kids to stay in Mardi Gras in college one more day than Daddy did, knowing my puncture brain has been playing perpetual catch-up ever since. My kids aren't going to school for the first day of Hanukkah because my wife screwed up the dates and arranged a play date, Hanukkah get-together with my daughter and son's best friends for the first night, and I need their help to clean up the house, or else I'll resent Mama's existence forever. My kids aren't going to school for the first day of Hanukkah because Transgender Father's Day is a thing. So today, my kids identify with the Soul Rebel Jewish tribe in charge, otherwise known as the Maccabees, who refuse to let the Greek Syrians desecrate their temples, rob their religious freedoms, and turn their back on the one and only Almighty, where all good stems from, Jack. Can I get a holla for preaching the gospel a long time? Holla. Thank you very much. My kids aren't going to school for the first day of Hanukkah because during the hardcore Hellenization of Israel under Greek Syrian rule, rabbis were put to death for refusing to break kosher law. Any 
the pork schnitzel being jammed down their throats, which sharply contrasts the secular, non-practicing, Israel-demonizing Linda Sarsour retweeting overweight hipster in Bushwick today who can't perform the mitzvah, be fruitful and multiply because he has to constantly pull out of his girlfriend's frumpy snatch from excessive meat sweats. Chances are the same secular Jewish resistor writer for Thrillist plagued with surly unfunny smarmy disease <laughs> would have sold out his family at Auschwitz for a bite of pork schnitzel of George Soros' Jew rounder upper superior's boots. My kids aren't going to school for the first day of Hanukkah because my kids aren't allowed to have sweets at school anymore. So I'll homeschool them on killer dreidel spinning techniques before we spin for gelt, which is gold wrapper covered milk chocolate. And have my son explain to his Gentile friend Sam, Gimel means give me all your gelt that I loaned you anyway because we control the Federal Reserve. And all the banks in the North Pole, too. My kids aren't going to school for the first day of Hanukkah in honor of Sharia law not being the law of our land yet. Last, daddy is sick of self-hating Jews on Jewish holidays such as Hanukkah. Because if the original Hebrew hammer, Judah Maccabee, doesn't lead the Maccabean revolt against Greeks trying to make my people worship Greek mythology and snatch attack nymphomaniacs, Legends of Yesteryear, my sons never would have been circumcised, which most likely turns off a busty Jewess heiress from Yenta country in Long Island or from the island of Manhattan later in life for sporting the flap of mound look, forcing my sons to bury their heads in shame forever. This is the Do It All Dad Year podcast, dad-friendly entertainment for you and me, obviously. What Gen X dads understand, controlling our kids' economy can make our kids great again. My three fuss-free kids, 98% of the time, are living proof of it. Buy the great American Jew novel for your friends, for Hanukkah, for Christmas, for Kwanzaa. They'll thank you a long time, and I'll talk to you guys soon.